Hello and welcome to Babelfish, the podcast where humanists, freethinkers and atheists share their life stories. The podcast where non-believers from all over the world share the challenges and the risks they face. You can support Babelfish by becoming a patron. Do it on patreon.com or the Danish equivalent tenor.dk. You'll find the links in the episode description. I hope you will enjoy today's episode. Welcome to this episode of the podcast, and I'm still in Ghana talking to Atu. Atu? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Can you tell me a bit more about yourself? Um, well, that, that was my name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm a humanist, agnostic. Agnostic, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and not that funny definition of agnostic that everyone thinks means sitting on the fence. Mm. Agnostic as in, I don't think you can know, and it has no impact on my life, and I don't really care anyway. So Yeah, okay, yeah. that kind of agnostic, yeah. 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 <laughs> there are many kinds, yeah, that's there the is. thing. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing, so it's like, just to clarify, it's mm-hmm. not like... I I think there might be something out there. I don't know. I don't care. Oh. I, I, that's it. Mm. Yeah. If yeah, and if someone finds something out, then yeah, mm. that's fine. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. <laughs> I don't think it has any impact on my life anyway. Um, mm. From all that I can see, it has no impact on my life whatsoever. So yeah. why should I consider it when I'm making my decisions or calculations mm. or whatever mm. that's basically it yeah. yeah and how did you become a humanist um so i grew up in a christian household what t- kind of uh, protestant or yeah uh protestant uh, <coughs> methodists actually okay methodist yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Pro- methodist protestant yeah. Mm. and uh So up until about the age of nine or ten, I was going to church because that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> yeah. And you, everyone is is formed by what their parents socialize them to be, or what their environment socializes them to be. So I was following that, but. I had questions hmm. and some things didn't make sense like the whole thing just smelled funny yeah. <laughs> to me so and I I was still believing like staunchly believing in everything as much as any kid can and one day I came home from church came into the house my dad was in the garden he didn't go to church and he, he was having a cigarette and then I'm like hey they this is what they preached today they talked about Moses and the Ten Commandments and mm. da, 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 da. and he looks at me and he he just laughs <laughs> he's like that's what they told you I'm like yeah and he goes so did they what do you know about Hammurabi. And I'm like, huh? Hammurabi? Yeah. yeah. Hammurabi. It's like, you don't know? It's like, oh, okay. How about Habakkuk? They told you about Habakkuk? I'm like, no, I don't. It's like, you know what? You have a library in the house. So it's like, there was a, 
and there was this room that was filled with books and mm. at that time encyclopedias were these mm. huge volumes of oh books. yeah you had volumes <laughs> so many books exactly uh, yeah he's like so go in there and look up habakkuk and hammurabi so i go in there and then i'm reading about habakkuk and then it's like mostly this biblical stuff with a little bit of history around it mm. And yeah, not that interesting, basically. And then I read Hammurabi, and it's talking about Hammurabi's code, hmm. and all of that. So it's like I read it, I understand it then, and then I come rushing out, and I'm like, "Yo, what are you trying to tell me?" <laughs> and he goes, "Like, what do you mean? I'm like, are you trying to tell me that Moses stole the Ten Commandments?" Uh, he's like, "No, I did not say that." He's like, are you trying to tell me that the preacher is a liar? Hmm. Uh, he's like, I did not say that either. I'm like, what are you trying to say? Yeah. And he goes, I'm trying to say you should make up your own mind what hmm. you believe in and not let anyone force you to believe hmm. in anything. And that was basically the beginning okay. of, yeah. of, I think, their stages. And that was the beginning of questioning, yeah. like officially questioning. For a few years after that, I would still go to church. Mm -hmm. And then there was one time when I was sitting in church and they were talking about uh, the creation myth and what, the creation story, Genesis mm. and whatnot. And now I call Now <laughs> we know it's a myth, right? Anyway. <laughs> but um, they were talking about it. And I had, I had a question. I actually had a genuine non-confrontational question. So everything has to be created, and everything needs a creator. Okay, so okay. God created all of this and the universe, and then, so who created God? Exactly. And hmm. the preacher was like, um, nobody created God. He's, I'm like, no, that doesn't make sense. And by that time, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like 11, and I'm asking all of these questions, and I'm going, no, I really want to know. And he's like, you know what? Let's talk about it after Sunday school, right? <laughs> Not in front of the others. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and it, the thing that pissed me off, I can't, I can't say yeah, it. Yeah, you right. can. Right. Right. <laughs> the thing that pissed me off about it was this, this uh, Sunday school teacher moves out at the, end of the, at the end of the whole session, at the end of church, and then goes to snitch on me to my parents. Oh. I'm like, dude, that's not how it works. <laughs> and it's like, if you don't have the answers, just say you don't have the answers. Yeah. And it just confirmed that it's a load of bullshit. <laughs> like, <laughs> just tell me you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> and ever since then, um, I started reading a lot more mm. about of, religious books and whatnot right uh read the bible a few times over read the quran a few times over there was the bhagavad gita in the same library mm. so i read that uh, there were books about the eightfold path with buddhism mm. read some of that um later much later in life i was like hmm, scientology and then it's like bullshit another you know, right? <laughs> yeah so it's been fun if you look at it from the perspective that they are stories 
they they were the things that people could fall on when there mm. was nothing else to fall on. Yeah. So it's like, hey, if you look at it from that perspective, it's it's interesting. Like it's could it could be good content if you wanted to write a, a, a trans trans galactic mm. fictional story or something. Yeah. But apart from that, it's nothing mm. much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's my my genesis story. yeah okay and how old when what when did you come out as a um, that you didn't believe or? so it's not necessarily about coming okay out. so i've i've lived in many places um and at any different place you, you test the pulse mm. i was not going to come out in niger no I've lived in Niger oh, before, okay. yeah. so I was not going to come out in Niger. I'm just not going to do anything that says I believe, mm. but I'm not going to come to you and say, hello, I'm a non-believer, no. okay. because that could have repercussions. Yeah. And in Ghana, it's, it's quite it's similar. Finding mm. this community mm. when I came back to Ghana was was amazing for me because okay there are other people who mm, are like how did me. you find them uh, there was one weird guy in my office <laughs> <laughs> and I, I would have conversations with him and you, you know how sometimes you're just pushing the envelope to see how tolerant people mm. are and whether you can actually be yourself around them mm. so with this guy I was pushing that envelope and then he said Hey, look, I actually think you're a non-believer. Here's the thing, I'm also a non-believer, and then there's a community of us. Mm. And I was like, oh, dude, you should have said so earlier. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, yeah, so that's, that's how I came to, to okay. find the humanist groups. Ever since then, it's been more about looking online on Facebook and mm. connecting with communities all around the world, actually. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, but... Coming out per se, my dad knows that I'm completely a non-believer. Yeah, like, he knows. My mom suspects it, but <laughs> it's like, bless her heart. I don't want to break her heart, no. kind of thing. So she, she suspects it. She, she kind of okay. knows it. Yeah, and she would nudge in the direction of maybe you should say a prayer before okay. you go to bed or something. Yeah, but. She, in reality, she doesn't really care. Mm. And I think, in a sense, I think it's the generation that they were brought up mm. in has shackled her to that belief system. Yeah. And if she was born in my time, I believe she would probably have... Um, she would probably be a non-believer. Mm. I, I genuinely believe that yeah. because she has no problems with it whatsoever. Okay. Yeah, but, yeah. but she doesn't say it out loud. Exactly. No. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, and I'm not going to let say it out loud, although I push the envelope with her a yeah. little bit as yeah. well. Um, my sister, she's a... Practicing, she's a non-practicing believer. Okay. My yeah. brother, 
recently just went like, you know what, fuck it, I don't believe in all of this oh, nonsense. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, but at first he used to say he's a social Christian. That's that's what he, <laughs> that's what he called. Yeah, that's what he called oh, it. After yeah. like a few years ago, about ten years ago. That's also because in Denmark, most people say they're cultural Christians. Yeah. yeah. Because they like to get, they would like to get married in a church. Mm -hmm. They also like they want their kids to be baptized okay. and confirmed. Yeah. We have confirmations. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's a thing. Almost every kid gets. Yeah. Confirmed yeah. in Denmark. Um, so, uh, so that's but that's a social thing. Maybe social Christian is a better world world than cultural Christian. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So he used to call he used to call himself a social Christian, <laughs> and of late, when I talk to him and I have regular talks with him, he's he's a non-believer, yeah. completely vehemently a non-believer. Cannot mm. see how like he's he's where we're at. So. Yeah. Um, so that's that's wonderful to know because there are people in my family. My family ha is relatively tolerant yeah. about it. At least my mom is tolerant. My mm. sister is like, yeah, do you? And yeah, okay. my brother yeah. is like me. But so. that's positive for you yeah. because it's 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 rare, right? It's, yeah. uh, most people are the only ones. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I, I, I've known people who have been kicked out of their houses. I've known people who have lost their friendships, relationships, but um, it, it it's interesting because in terms of um, relationships, right? Like mm. romantic relationships is like you are, or I get to the point where I realize this, okay, it's possible you may not be able to align these differences. Mm. And so you could even start a conversation, start going out with someone, dating, like mm. having a couple of dates, dinner or something. And you realize that they're Christian. And yeah. most of the population in Ghana is Christian. Mm. So what do you do when you know it's not going to go anywhere after that? Yeah. Yeah. You just, it's like, yeah, nice to know you. <laughs> because you, you don't want, you don't need to be an asshole about it no. either. So it's like, we just don't align. Um, it's not yeah. going to work. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, because you're too far apart to, it, it won't work in the long run. No. No. It won't. It won't. Uh, you want a church kind of thing at the end of the day and I... I'm Want not. to raise your kids Christian? It, 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 mm. Yeah, no, not, none of that. None of that poison. Yeah. Please, please. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's it. That's mm. my story so far. So and you lived in uh, Nigeria. Yeah, N Niger, not Nigeria. Not, yeah. Yeah, the French one. The f yeah, how you pronounce it? I'm not <laughs> Niger. Niger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they're worse or. There, a lot of my friends were Muslims. Okay. And you're not going to, to tell Muslims that you're not a non-believer. Although, and this hones down who I am, all mm. you listening, <laughs> I, I was in the American school in okay. Niger at yeah. the time. So there were other, other, there were Christians, there were people... Indians with Hindu or 
Chinese people with, mm. with Buddhist background. So like, there were different religions, different practices, different cultures. So in that mesh, it's it was easy to get lost in there and mm. then just blend in. Yeah. But um, with with those that my best friend was a Muslim boy. I don't think he knows what okay. that I I am a non-believer. It's almost like he would. It's from what I gather, a lot of Muslims would rather you were a Christian or you believed in anything. Anything, but how not believe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I met that a lot. Yeah. Actually, all around that, it's better for everybody who have. Is, who are non-believers, they know that it would have been better yeah. if they belong to a religious minority yeah. than the fact that they don't believe. Yeah, yeah. And I, I find even that ridiculous. How do you reconcile that with, with you, with the religion saying that this is the only way to, in quote, live? Yeah, because we're not going to talk about heaven and hell. Yeah, and all that. yeah. But this is the only right way, and if you're not with us, then you're you're basically not human, mm. right? Yeah. So how do they reconcile it with, ooh, yeah, you're atheist or you're agnostic. You should rather be a uh, Christian or you should rather be uh, a, an idol worshiper mm -hmm. or pagan or yeah. whatever. How, how do you reconcile mm. that? I, I I don't know, but no. yeah. But it's it's really common. Yeah. Uh, that people experience that. <laughs> get, yeah. get that feedback <laughs> from others. Yeah. And, and it is kind of strange. It is. Yeah. In in especially in this day and age, when the things that ten years ago or even 20, 500, like when yesterday mm. you would have called it a miracle and then can be explained yeah. by science, can yeah. be duplicated by science. How do you still hold on to your beliefs? Mm. How do they do it? And like, if, if there's something that is conflicting, how do you maintain that cognitive dissonance in your head mm. and still live a sane mm. life? I, I don't understand how they do it. No. I don't. I don't. <laughs> but hey. So have you uh, met any discrimination? You don't from your family, but have you met discrimination in Ghana? In, see, I have not really put myself out there okay. for that. But, yeah, mm. I, I have. One of my, the father of one of my exes mm. suspected that, yeah, he, he even <laughs> thought that he might not really be into this church thing. Mm. That, that's all that he thought. Yeah. And I go over to her place one time, and then there's, like, huge Bible verses just posted in the house is like heathens are not to mix with believers and all of that. Oh, oh my yeah. okay yeah <laughs> I, 
I don't know what a biblical graffiti is for, but it looks like it's for me. Yeah. So there's that, and there's the fact that on applications, I sometimes just leave it blank, and usually I leave it blank mm. when I realize that if they're asking me this question, mm. then maybe they're not the types of people I want to work with. So they're allowed to ask you about your religion? Yes, they are. Oh. Yes, they are. Because it's not allowed where mm. I'm from. Yeah, I, I can imagine. Yeah, yeah because but you have <laughs> freedom from religion and belief. Yeah. And it's a private matter, so it you're is. not registered with your religion. What, what they'll say is, because with a lot of, um, a lot of, of offices or places of work in Ghana, yeah. what happens is they sometimes have parties or provide uh, lunches and whatnot. Their, their excuse is, yeah, we need to know if we can have pork meals. Not that. Uh, yeah. But they can just ask if you're, there's stuff you don't eat or you're allergic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know, okay. right? Okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it, it's it's quite funny. But if if I realize that I really don't want to go anywhere with this this job, or mm. I, I don't I don't care really, I'll come straight out and then go like, uh, yeah, this is who I am. Or if mm. I want to start on a note where I'm not always wearing a mask, which mm. I'm not really. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, then I go like, yeah, this is who I am. I don't believe. Uh, like with the guys in, in the street who come up to you and then go like, hey, there's a flyer for an all-night service mm. or like, yeah, church. I'm inviting you to my church. I'm like, I don't believe in God. <laughs> like, mm. And uh, what do you mean you don't believe? Like, you speak English, right? I don't believe in God. That's yeah. it. So I'm not coming to your church. Sorry. <laughs> yeah you know or there's there, there are people that you meet and then you're know, like maybe they could be worth your time mm -hmm. even if they're religious i'm like okay there's no need to to play games around it mm. i'm not religious if you're religious what we're working together we're going to be doing stuff together mm. just to let you know mm. like this so don't wake up in the morning and send me a text with uh, Jesus did that and that and Bible verses and whatnot. <laughs> I, I'm not about it, no. you know. So, mm. yeah, okay. it depends. But discrimination per se, yeah, nah, not yet. I know, I know that if if I slip up mm. in one way or another. Mm like any normal human mistake that I make will immediately be attributed to my non-belief. Okay. So. So you have to behave better than everybody else? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah, that's not a bad thing. But no, no, but, <laughs> but still. Hey, hey, it's like you're always walking on eggshells. Yeah. In a way. So. You have to be careful. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Yeah. And, um, so uh, how, do, how are you active in the humanist organization? See, um, I disappeared for a while, for about a year and a half now, mm. where I was just dealing with what I can kind of look back and say is 
might be depression. Okay. So yeah. I was not active for okay. a bit. Uh, the last meeting I attended was last month. Okay, so but yeah, so you're so, back. Yeah. Okay. And so I'm back. Yeah. And ready to jump right into it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I realize that there's been a lot of changes in terms of uh, organization and whatnot. So it's like having to find my seat mm. all over again. Yeah. Hey, it's good to see the old faces. And yeah, I'm waiting for the next meeting. There's mm. been discussions about a creative fair and whatnot. So always want to do that again mm. um there's trips that are organized there's there were book donations mm. as well where people contribute all of us yeah. contribute yeah. towards it so in in small parts we all do help mm. but, right. yeah. yeah okay so so you're just back in the community I'm just back in the community yeah. again <laughs> yeah. and it feels good it does feel good it does feel, and it feels like, hey, maybe I was depressed in the first place because I just got bogged down with work and then yeah. had to separate myself from the community for mm. a while and having to have superficial relationships yeah. with people who, in a sense, don't really know who you are. Mm -hmm. Maybe that took a toll. I don't know. No. <laughs> There's not many psychologists to discuss this kind of stuff with yeah. in Ghana so no. yeah yeah okay yeah. but then it's good you'll be all back yeah if you feel good about it yeah. and you're coming home I know right <laughs> <Kinda>. <laughs> I yeah. know right <laughs> yeah. yeah okay yeah it's good. good yeah um, but uh, thank you thank you interesting to hear your story yeah. nice talking to you it's <laughs> been a pleasure thank you Thank you for listening. Remember you can support Babelfish by becoming a patron. You can also follow Babelfish on Facebook and on Instagram. You'll find the links in the episode description. Until next time, be a happy human.